So um, what is it you're hanging on to that you just cannot get rid of? Maybe you've had it for years. Here's this one guy who has had the same hat for 20 years. His wife is like, you're wearing that again. Come on. No. Oh, no. it was a mess. It's no. a straw hat. And so they're out one day and the thing blows. They're like along the coast. It blows off his head and out to sea, and there it's floating away. You know his wife was happy. <laughs> She's like, yes. Bye, bye, bye. But he was like, you know, this was my hat. This was my hat. And the thing is just off to sea, and it's away. A couple of hours later, they go, and they're going to eat at their favorite restaurant, okay? <laughs> so all of a sudden, laying on a post, just hanging there on the post, was his hat. Somebody found it. Somebody said, I'm just going to put it here. Now, it's, it was wet, and so it's there. It's drooping a little bit, but he's got his hat back, and his wife was like, okay, she saw how he felt bad about that whole thing and said, okay, it's okay. You can sport your, your famous Panama. He named the thing Wilson after that. I bet she did that reluctantly. Probably. Ugh. He named it Wilson because of Castaway the movie, the volleyball that was lost at sea. Wilson. If you watch the movie, you know what I'm talking Never about. Never seen the movie. I don't know. Wait, wait, whoa, 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 Harolyn has never seen the movie Castaway? No. Tom Hanks? No. Wilson? No. No, no, anything I know Mr. about Wil- this? Mr. Wilson, who's over the... Fence. Oh, now this is a whole thing. Robin Liz. His morning crew. Um, What is it you can't get rid of? Very curious about that at 800-447-7234. Paige is here. What is it for you, Paige? A little handheld hair dryer that I had gotten for five bucks at a clearance at a grocery store 40 years ago. And it went through me and my daughter and a grown-up teenage years and so on and so forth. And we've now moved 40, about 30-some years ago. We've used it to shrink wrap plastic on uh, windows for the wintertime. My husband's used it to defrost the snowblower. And it still works, and it's still going strong. And so I think that was a pretty good buy, and I've enjoyed it ever since. 40 years on a hairdryer. That's amazing, Paige. I would have gotten rid of it. Like after a year, <laughs> I would have gotten a fancy one. <laughs> she would have upgraded like that. Robin Liz. His morning crew. Hey, listen. So here's the thing. James is here at 800-447-7234. He has some things he can't get rid of, like an alarm clock, which, you know, there used to be alarm clocks that were not on phones. And and one other thing. What is that, uh, James? Well, an old pickup truck I have from 1980 that I can't get rid of. Runs like a beast. and I still love it. That's insane. There is no way. I throw out things faster than I can use them. Nowadays, yes, because they don't last. But back, you know, back in this... 60s, 70s, and 80s, things were built to last, for sure. You change the oil and the pickup, and the thing still runs. Sounds like you still drive it. Oh, yeah. It's my hunting truck. It's my clearing land truck. It's my go-to-the-dump truck. Oh, yeah, it's a beast. It still runs. You know, my dad bought it, and he used it as a cattle truck, and then gave it to me, and I turned around and turned it into a hunting truck, and it still runs like mad. Rob and Liz, his morning crew. So, Dan, oh, my word, he's he's a grieving dad because his 16-year-old, who loved to play catch, who loved baseball, passed away. 16 years old. So, Dan finds this book, and the book is called A Year of Playing Catch. And it's by a gentleman whose first name is Ethan, which is his son's name. Mm. And he loved to play catch with his son. And so, here's what Dan decided to do. 
inspired by this book, and of course his son Ethan, he now plays catch with anybody he can find. He has an extra glove with him. He goes, hey, you just want to play catch? And they throw the ball back and forth, and they talk about life, and he talks about his son, and he finds out about the people that he's playing catch with. It's just how honoring he's that is, right? He's memory alive. So, so beautiful. We, my best friends, our couple best friends, they lost their 14-year-old son this past Easter. And it has been so fulfilling in their life to keep doing the sport. So he was really into trap, like one of the best in the state. So if you don't know what trap is, that's when you see that puck in the thing. It goes, pull! And this puck goes flying in the air with a rifle. You shoot it, right? Yes. Yeah, that's trap. And so they started a, a fund for trap to keep trap like fully growing in their community and his goal is now to teach kids that don't know how or wouldn't have the opportunity to play trap to teach them and they're they're making they live on a huge farm and they're making a a field to play trap really? in the back and to teach kids and to do lessons to keep Spencer's memory alive. Oh, that's so beautiful. And I think it's helping them in the grieving process more than anything else could. I'm so glad it is. Rob and Liz, his morning crew. I now have no idea how much to pay a babysitter. Why? Moving to a new place, you don't know how much babysitters get paid and 40 bucks. I have two kids that are crazy. Okay, 50 right? bucks. 50 bucks. I think that's decent for a few hours. Well, this dude just blew it out of the water for all of us. So his uh -oh. wife said, "How about 20 bucks? Five kids all ranging like 5 to 12. And she was like, how about 20 bucks? For one babysitter? For one babysitter. And he was like, no way. And he put his foot down. And he said, we've got to pay her what she's worth. Oh, so he wants to pay more than 20 bucks. Oh, yes. 50? $15 an hour per child, three to four hours. Per child. Per child. This girl walked away with $300. And then he tipped her. For keeping their kids alive. Okay. Which is what I thought babysitting was supposed to do to begin with. <laughs> to keep with. your kids alive while you're gone. That was the tip. Mm. $350 for four hours this mm. girl babysat. She cried. Girl cried. She was that so happy. That she got so much? Mm -hmm. Yeah. She was probably expecting 40, 50 bucks. Right? She was expecting 20. For real? It was her first time babysitting. She was expecting 20 Her mom said, probably about $20, honey. Wow. She's watching the neighbor's kids. They went out, and he said, look, get paid what you're worth. I remember watching neighbor's kids when I was, I was what, 12 mm -hmm. or something like that? I got free McDonald's. You did? Yeah. I remember babysitting just because they had Kraft macaroni and cheese at their house, and I was like. That was it, huh? I'm coming over. Now they give money. Rob and Liz. His morning crew. So check it. If you would have asked me before this came out what Michael did, I would have told you I could sleep in the mall like a night before getting caught. Like sleeping in the pottery barn bed, that nice one I've always dreamed of having in my house. <laughs> Go sleep in the mall. Michael, well, this guy brought it to the umph degree. He lived in the mall for four years without getting caught. When it was being built, he found a basically an empty room that wasn't built into the design. It was a mistake. And it went in the back entrance, and he found it. He went in, and it led to a bigger room. 
that nobody knew existed or cared that it existed. And he started bringing in the furniture. And he started bringing in the PlayStation. And he started bringing over his friends. What, did he lose his place to live or something? He did. Oh, really? He did. And he was like, hmm, but I remember seeing this place. So he's going to stay in the mall. Four years he made it in this mall before getting caught. There had to be an inside person. I mean. Somebody had to have known. Rumors said the old security guards knew, but and didn't nobody care. has confirmed it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Four years. So what changed? He brought a girl over. That's what That's what rumors. Well, was he just say, hey, you have to see this. Look what I have. Yeah. And do a little tour and then got caught. He brought a girl over in the middle of the day. And the rule was you don't talk about it and you don't bring people in and you don't come in the middle of the day. And he broke all three of those rules in one time. See? And he was caught that day. You do the thing wrong and you're going to get found out. Mm-hmm. Before it you. It just happens. I could live in that pottery barn bed. <laughs> Harold just wants to stay at the pottery barn. Robin Liz. His morning crew. So here's this guy shouting this off in the distance. Hang on, bro! Just let your hard hat fall! Mm-mm. Seriously. This guy is at a construction site hanging on to his hat for dear life along with his arm that was stuck in a cable and a crane started bringing him up. And he was worried about his hat on his head. Yeah, he was like, I got my, he said, dude, just let the hat fall. Hang on. I don't know how many stories he went up, but it was really high when they really, when they figured out there's somebody on this crane and this guy is dangling. And so they finally lowered him really safely back down to the ground. He's okay. His arm hurts a little bit because the cable was wrapped around. And so he's hanging on like there is no tomorrow. Somebody in an office building caught the whole thing on their phone. It's just nuts. That would have to be one of the most terrifying things to happen. I can't. My stomach hurts thinking about right? it. Right? Like the pit in my stomach just went up. Like, and that guy must have been praying big time, you know, just to hang on for dear life like that. But thankfully, somebody saw it. They told the crane operator, and the crane operator was like, oh, my word, and then started bringing him down really slowly. But that had to be like a communication. Like it had to take time, and he was hanging there. Yeah. For a while. Yeah, at the bottom, because the crane was bringing something up to the top of the building that they were constructing. Mm-hmm. It's one of those high rises. But he's okay now. And I'm, he let I'm his hard not. hat go. And he let his hard No, I'm <laughs> yeah. not okay right now. Robin Liz, his morning crew. So I'm going around getting all this gas. It's over four bucks a gallon, which I was like really excited. It was 409 at a couple of places. And what does Harlan say? She finds it for under four bucks a gallon. Three ninety nine a gallon. I felt like I was winning until this morning when I found it for three eighty nine on the way to work, and all of a sudden my <laughs> my bragging heart just got like <laughs> like I got gypped, ripped off. I'm telling you, hey, by the way, it's so high, you know, some of the gas prices, it is. even and groceries three, too. What is it, three eighty nine? You you yeah. found it at? She found it at three eighty nine. That's still high compared to a couple of years ago, right? Yes, we never thought that would come. And now it's like 20 cents cheaper, and it's like, yes, rejoice, so cool. You know, I'm thinking about this summer and how faithful you have been to his radio. I mean, here we are with all these high prices, and we're living it with you, and we're vacationing along just like you are, and then all of a sudden, it's like you're still there, and you're still supporting, and you're helping to share the hope of Jesus. That means so much. It is. Keeping up with your MMMP and helping this ministry stay strong so we can reach 
people for Christ, which is our mission in our ministry. And you're coming alongside of us and saying, no matter what, this is what I'm going to do. Yeah, and I'm and so grateful. Your $30 a month, which is an MMMP, more than music mission partner, is helping to share the hope of Jesus. You're making that a reality. And we just wanted to say thank you for being so faithful this summer.